live from Eli Silverman's deathbed, it is the <laughs> Cheap Show, How Long Has He Got Left to Live edition of Cheap Show. Hello, Paul. Hello, Eli. Oh. Oh, now, I came in today and Eli was very poorly, he said. He said <sighs> on the bus on the way home, he was feeling very poorly. It- so once again... It's another episode. It's too hot in here. Oh, look, he's going to be a whinger today, isn't oh. he? Is it too hot in here? Why don't you take off all your clothes? Oh. I am getting so hot. I want to take your clothes off. I've got my knob out. <laughs> <laughs> and funnily enough, they should does... do a version of that song like that, shouldn't they? Go on. It's getting hot in here, so I've propped my knob right out. <laughs> I, I have getting got... so hot, I want to get my, my knob, knob out. out. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, great. Anyway, welcome to Cheap Show to the Economy Comedy Podcast. could be podcast. called Spanky, couldn't he? Who, the artist? Instead of Nelly. Shouldn't we sell that song to... Could uh... be called Spanky. Yeah, we could, but we could sell it to TV. I've spanked so hard, I've joshed my whole knob off. <laughs> sorry. Right, okay, sorry. well. I'm... I just want to say sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why? Why? <sighs> Oh. oh, he's very poorly, ladies and gentlemen. Sweaty. You are sweaty. Oh. Can you see the sheen? I can. You can see the There's sheen. Charlie on my... Sheen. Winning. There he is over there. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> Crack yourself up, why don't I'm you? I'm gonna have to, I think. Fuck off. Have I done the intro? Did I do the no, intro? No, you tried. Oh. Hello, welcome to Cheap Show. I'm Paul Gannon. This is Oh fucking throw it away. I'll just throw it away. Hello, welcome to Cunt Cunt Cunts. Oh. Two Cunts. That's what we should call this. Call the should we rename this show Two, Two Cunts? Cunts. Might be a more successful name. <laughs> no, you can't call it that. No, we would never we'd never get listed. Two idiots. Two silly scoundrels. <laughs> Two silly sausages. I like sausages. I'm, I'm a sausage too. I'm a sausage. Hello, Paul. I am a sausage. Hello, I have I, I have trapped myself. Right, I'm calling uh, it. Worst <laughs> intro ever. <laughs> I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles. It's just a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. Yes, welcome to Cheap Show. I am Paul Welcome Gannon. to Cheap Show, everybody. And have we got a show for you this week? Barely, oh, barely, 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 barely. We were going to no, do some am, things. And, oh, and in then, all seriousness, Paul. Yeah, I am quite under the weather. You are. It's it, you. You're doing this show through. I'm getting itchy now. Why are you getting itchy? That's not related to what your symptoms earlier. Oh, I don't know. It's because the temperature's changing. I'm getting a full body um, scritch on. Scritch. What? You Why need? is it called scritching? It's one of these cutening of the words, isn't it? The cutening of language. Scratch and It's scritch. like squee. Squee. You know what I mean? It's like, couldn't you just say, I did? I had a little yelp of enjoyment? No, it has to be a new word, squee. What's wrong with and new small. words? Small, that's the other one. What does that mean? Like when something's very cute, it's small. It's not small, it's small, S-M-O-L. What's wrong with language, though? Developing I don't like the cutification of it. It's maybe not particularly cutification. That's, it is. It's pure cutification. And what's that word? Scritch. That's, that's just also cute. That's lame. Yeah, exactly. 
It's Holly Bobs all over again, isn't Holly it? Holly Bobs. Does that you object to that? No, not really. You don't object to someone going, I'm off on my fucking Holly Bobs. Yeah, I don't. Because it's usually the kind of person who uses the word Holly Bobs. Adulting. The that's the other thing. It's all this cutifying fucking of this hell. shit. Welcome to another Can I just say, edition of Eli's Pointless Rants. <laughs> I just want to say, fuck that. Scratch a small cat. Don't fucking scratch a small cheeseburger. You fuck off. You fuck off. <laughs> right. Okay. What we got on the fucking show? Well, today coming up on the show today, we have a uh, a piece we've not done in a little while. We're going to do a Tales from the Shop Floor from Ooh. one of our lovely readers. And if you'd like to write about an experience you've had being in a shop. Working in a shop, being in a shop, and walking what, past what kind of shop. shops do we especially like? Paul? Ideally, those on the uh, charity shop scale. The charity shop scale? Yeah. Well, I haven't come across this I scale before. Sh- I'm working the sentence out. <laughs> yeah. I'm working it out. It's yeah. not going well. Paul, so- here's a little tip for you. Just generally in life and also more particularly when you're doing this show with me, Eli Silverman, here on Cheap Show, yeah? Mm-hmm. How about you put the whole, you line up the whole sentence in your head, word, 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 word. Then this is another tip. Picture the little full stop at the end. Have a little review of it. And then fucking utter it after you've thought about it. All right. Okay. Let me have a little think of this sentence. <clears throat> I'm waiting. Still waiting. I'm thinking of a. I'm thinking of a good sentence. Hang on. Eli Silverman is a fat ass prick. Oh, you almost didn't get prick out. <laughs> I nearly did get my prick out. <laughs> I have got my knob right out. <laughs> So anyway, we're going to do a... Tells. I'm going to get my knob out. I'm going to do a... Uh, we got a cheap eat segment. Oh, yeah. Cheap, cheap, cheap. And we're going to go back to Paul's Page Turners. Ooh. The two books I found at a charity shop that may bring a little smile to your face. A little smile to your face. A little smile to your face. And it gives us a little bit of a dollar pesk episode as a result. I have got nothing. Now, <laughs> well, he admits it. He admits it, ladies and gentlemen. I've got nothing. You've got, got nothing. nothing. Every week, you've got the same. <laughs> Every week, the same amount of nothing. But it's just when you're slightly unwell. That Mate, nothing... every week, you're slightly unwell. <laughs> this um... is not a one-off. I've seen your eyelids so much over the course of recording Cheap Show from the pain and suffering that's on your face. Every time you utter a spoffy word what have we got from your bearded, sweating. wobbly like lips. It's the house of sauna. Sausage tongue fat gob. It's like being inside a sweaty pickle. I can't. Well, to be fair, I'm not feeling the heat as much as you. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I must be right unwell, now. mustn't I? You must be unwell. I, I tell you what, unwell. I'll get you a doctor. Here we go. Hello, I need to get a doctor. What, you'll be here in two minutes? All right. Okay. Yes, bye. Okay. We've got a doctor coming. That's good. Yeah. Oh, come in. Hello, I'm Dr. Jimmy Biscuits. Oh, hello. And I'm here to see what's wrong with the patient. Who's the patient here? I am. Hello. Yeah. Hello. And what's your name, Sonny Jim Boy? Sonny My name's boy. Eli. Hello. Oh, hello, little Eli. Now, what's wrong with like, little Eli? It's my dick. Okay. It's got droplets coming out. It. All right. Well, we're going to have to have a look at it. Should I swap it right out? Come on. Show Jimmy Biscuits the offending item. Here it is. Oh. Oh, I Do you see. like it? Jimmy Do- Biscuits approves. Do you like looking at it? It's, it looks like a medieval club. 
Right, what have we got coming? That didn't no, work. No, 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 no. Jimmy Bis- now, Jimmy I d- Biscuit. I don't believe that you're a doctor. I'll show you my credentials. Well, mine looks like, uh, you know, one of those uh, knobbly hammers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I tell you what, I'll make you better. I'll get the puss out. It's going to involve a lot of massaging. And you know where this is going, Eli Silverman. I'm going to have to Josh your plop off. Josh me plop off? <laughs> I'm going to get all that squash. Here we go. No, we've no, we've actually reached We've reached the nadir of I'm our lives. I'm a doctor. We've reached the nadir of I'm our... I'm definitely a doctor. This is the worst moment of my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's not true. Come on, let's do let's no. Tales from the Heart. And you're all better, and I got a mouth full of cum. Me... So I'm happy. <laughs> I'm off now. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Don't knock the <laughs> You don't have to knock the door to leave the room. I'm going now. Bye bye. Well, it's good to have. <laughs> it's good to see him. I'm yeah, so it was sorry. good. To... <laughs> no, Paul, it was good to see him. I feel reassured. Every week, I even think though he's I... not a real doctor, it's fine. you feel better now. Yeah, don't you? I do feel a bit better. Yeah, good. So I tell you what, why don't you get kicking off with the uh, tales from the shop floor story this week? This is from a guy called Dan, so I'm just going to give you it. Okay, and here I'll we let go. you read it. Uh, let's uh, have a little tales from the shop floor. Tales now, from the shop floor. Paul has told me that there is no poo poo in this this week. No, it's not. Nice to get a few stories in that aren't scat related because yes. you know it's hard enough a sell of this podcast I tend to find without forcing people who might enjoy it to listen to stories about you know necrotic holes yeah and uh, people literally bellowing shit out of their <laughs> arsehole. So let's see where this one goes. Now it says if this ends up being read out, please just call me Dan. Yeah, so let's call him Dan. Okay, Dan. Hello, Dan. Hi, guys. Hello, Dan. Hello, Dan. Depending on when you read this, yeah, it may end up being seasonally relevant. Oh, Christmas is coming up. Christmas Paul. is coming. The goose is getting fat. Don't put a penny in an old man's hat. Something like that, isn't okay. it? Okay, I've never heard that. Christmas is coming. The geese are getting fat. Don't put your Johnson in an old man's hat. <laughs> Something like that. Christmas is coming. The goose has got had a stroke. Santa's put a cigar up his ass, and now I have a smoke. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I shat in a jar. And then I you know put what? it in a Read cupboard. the story. <laughs> Read right. the story. Oh God. oh, God, I'm sweating. A few years back, I got myself a job as part of the extra staff hired in the lead up to Christmas at a national chain of toy stores. Uh, he also doesn't call it Christmas. It's Xmas. Should I say Xmas? Just say Christmas. I say Xmas because it just saves time spelling it out. Most of my work involved cramming as many shit toys into the shelves as I could. As I could. But if my shift started before the store closed, I was expected to work the tills or shop floor. All right. It was one of these days where I was tasked with demote. Oh, Jesus. Dan. It's not very easy to read his prose style. Oh, here we go. Everyone's fault but Eli's. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Should I just Christ. do that last bit again? Just do. Maybe just do the episode I from don't... the start. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what he's saying. Most of my work involved cramming as many shit toys onto the shelves as I could. All right. Right, fine. Okay, I'm there with you. So you're a shelf stocker. Yeah. Stocker of the shelves. Yeah. With toys. Yes. Uh, But if my shift started before the store closed... If my shift started (laughs) before the store closed, which you'd imagine it would, because while, oh, ah, if he's overnight stacking shelves, then he would come in. Do you see what I mean? It's a bit of a puzzle Well, we're working it out together, aren't we? Okay, we are. I uh, agree he could put it clearer. He could. But pro don't worry, Dan. Pros. I don't mind. Dan Eli's it... got a problem with fucking pernickety problems that only really affect him. Your pro style sucks. 
Sorry. But, it, but don't worry, it's only a small problem. Don't fucking fucking goad me. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, if my shift started before the store closed, then he was expected to work the tills or the shop floor. Great. That's yeah. fine. So far, so good. It was one of these days. Yeah. These days where he... On the till or on the shop bef- floor. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Where I... See, that's... Basically, it's a thing that from the last paragraph that we're supposed to remember oh, running into this next sentence. Do you know what I mean, though? Could be clearer. It's just that when people... And I get this. When I write informally in my voice, I sometimes forget syntax because yeah. you kind of make it fit how you'd speak rather than being grammatically correct okay all right so he's just writing informally and sometimes it doesn't quite translate i'll just add a little bit here to make it clearer for everyone yeah it was one of these days where i was on the shop floor right where i was tasked with demoing a new line of nerf guns oh cool which were absolutely fucking huge big oh, nerf guns I've have seen you seen them. those big nerf guns with the big uh, the 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 revolver bit where like the uh, cartridge yeah, a big revolving cartridge. I've fired one of those. Yeah. Satisfying, considering like what it is. Nerf. I've never fired a real gun. Nerf's quite fun, isn't it? Nerf's fun. I like Nerf. I've got I a like little Nerf. Nerf gun, a little zombie killer. That's still around. Nerf, isn't it? Yeah, still it's very big, popular. It's isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. You ever play in the woods with uh, spud guns? <laughs> no. When you were a kid, I used to use spud gun fights. I never, I never had owned a spud gun, because my parents were hippies. We weren't allowed... Weapon toys. Weapon toys. I never Which really I did made either. weapon toys out of what we had. I used to have this stuff. <laughs> Spoffy socks, snots and elastic bands. I didn't spunk as it... a child, Paul. Please. Where did you get it from then? What, my spoff? Yeah, where did you get all that spoff from? I don't. I didn't have spoff. I had a bogey collection. Right. Didn't, I didn't you have So you did have a bogey collection? No. The truth comes out. No. Oh. I feel like Monsieur Blanc from Knives Out. I not. I four out of five stars recommended. <laughs> <laughs> now. I used to. We're never getting through this. Layer. I used to. Yes, we will. <laughs> I used to have toys that weren't weapons, but I used to play with them as if they were weapons. I'm sure it's not a like, unique. Even experience. on a basic level, a ruler and elastic band. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's you made that into an actual weapon. Yeah, I'm talking about a fantasy world in which I was a swordsman. Right. Called. I was called uh, a lonely child Chang or something. I had Chang. this name for myself, Chang. Yeah, I was a hero warrior, Chang. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had this stuff. Do you remember Dada, the, what, the, uh, the uh, track with the cars? Oh, and not the, the artistic uh, surrealism movement. It's not surrealism. Obs- 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 absurdism. It, it predated surrealism. Thank you. Uh, as we've said before. On the Have show. we? Yes. You boring man. <laughs> do you remember Dada? I do. The da, da, da. Now, explain oh, what's that. Ariston. That wasn't that a proper song, though? The da, da, da. Yeah. It was a German thing. All right, anyway, we'll, we'll pick it that. Yeah, da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That well, I we should do that on the... Uh... Platter. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, one thing at a time. We I haven't got this fucking letter yet. Right. Anyway, the point is, I used to run through the woods with a spud gun, and you had to, used to keep potatoes in my pockets so you could stick it in and load it and fire yeah. it. But, but Who did you fire at? Friends. We used to run around you the woods. You had friends as a child? Yes, I, I did. This, I've got this sort of image of you as this kind of... Like almost translucently pale kid, sickly, no, sort of mewling and puking in your little, no, no, little no, no, uh, no, sofa. No. Oh, you know, I've got friends like when I fell out the tree and all my friends abandoned me when they thought I was oh, gonna yeah, die, yeah. Uh, or, or you know, because we used to, there used to be the big Cadbury's factory near where I lived oh. growing up, and there was a fence separating the grounds from the public, but on the other side of the fence, on the factory side, was a row of trees. And we found out there's a hole in at one fence. end of the fence that we could crawl through and then go through the trees like a maze and then come out the other end. Now, there's so little of that kind of play, play on old abandoned um, 
factory sites or factory whatever. sites or building it wasn't abandoned, sites. Though. It was a working the, factory. It was a work, but so you were in the grounds of the factory. Yeah, illicitly. Only just that doesn't happen with kids anymore, does it? No. I used to play on old building sites yeah. and like get behind things, behind fences. That yeah. was just a joy, wasn't it, as a child? Health Going and out. safety these days. Yeah, can't do oh, that. Yeah. Every kid's on his bloody phone these days, oh, aren't they? They're on the phone playing their Fortnite. Fucking Fortnite. Fortnite. Fucking more Fucking like World of Warcraft. Fuck I don't know what the kids are into these days. It's Fortnite, isn't it? Now, as I was saying, Paul, you were yes, Chang. I was Chang, and Dada was this. For people who don't know, yeah, was a sort of modular system. Oh dear, where you'd get bits of track, right? Plastic bits of track. Yeah. What is the name for those cars that you scale electrics ones? No, they're they're not scale electrics ones. These are ones where have a spring. Like in, a pull back and go pull back car. and card okay. go car, but they were like the top ones, Ooh. and they used to have. If you remember, Dada used to have. Do you remember Dada? No, I really don't. It was this whole system uh, with those. It had loop de loops and special sets with like loops oh. on and like and jumps and no, things. This is all new. I know Hot Wheels and stuff. Did but that, anyway, but... my dad somewhere got a like knockoff Dada that wasn't with all these yellow pieces of track. So there were all these modular pieces of yellow track. Yeah, they became swords for Chang. Well, hopefully in the future we'll dig into more adventures from Chang. And I used to play in this whole world inside my imagination in our yoga room. And Chang used to go up the, the yoga rack and climb up the wall and go, and beat people with his sword and stuff. Chang, he was a hero. Well, this got really awkward, didn't it? <laughs> no, it didn't. Go on, story. So. Nerf guns. Oh, God, Nerf guns, yeah. So he was demoing. So our friend Dan, who's written the letter in yeah. to... Our podcast, which we're doing right now, Paul. Somehow. Yeah. Are we? Yes. Am I? Just. Am I here? Almost. Right. Demoing a new line of Nerf guns, which were absolutely fucking huge. That's yeah. where we stopped. Okay. This thing was essentially a sniper rifle that could shoot a dart the size of a ch- small child's forearm, clean across the store, and hit the far wall. So these aren't those small Nerf darts that we're thinking of. These are the big ones. Probably thicker, gorgeous, thicker, or something. Big, thick, big, fucking veiny. Thick. A big veiny Nerf gun. I don't think Nerf <laughs> are firing cocks it's, across. No, it's a big veiny dildo-like thing. Cock gun. Fires <laughs> cocks. You fire ten right. cocks a second. Yeah, imagine that. Right, I am. Ooh, 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 ooh. Gobbit! Right. <laughs> Tell you what, I wouldn't mind catching that bullet in my mouth oh, if you know what I mean. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, piss poor. <laughs> right. Okay, so it's a powerful Nerf gun. Yeah. At this point, a family walked in and the parents quickly left the three and five-year-old boys with me. You see, that's a terrible sentence. I'm sorry, that's a terrible sentence. All right, okay. And it's just so long, this sentence. Come on! It's longer because you keep going off on your Sainsbury's tirade. Tirades. Sainsbury's tirades? Yeah, when you talk about Pamela's, oh, I can't believe you forgot my birthday, mum, Swiss roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Right. Alan's, I can't no, have another on. vasectomy. Just admit. Please, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Plan. Yeah. Tony's, I'm depressed and I'm a heroin addict. Pea soup. Right. Sarah's, I've just left a cult and don't know how to adjust to real life. <laughs> Plan. Ice cream. <laughs> no, no, okay. You have to admit this is a terrible sentence. At this point, a family walked in and the parents quickly left the three and five-year-old boys with me to go and buy their presents without them seeing. It's not that bad. That's fucking terrible. I shot it a few times and they begged to have a go themselves. Being an idiot, I thought the rifle was too big and complicated for the five-year-old to operate, so I handed it to him, expecting him to wave it around, get bored and leave me alone. Right. With terrifying proficiency. 
No, this is a good sentence. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, I like this. Now he's, he's, he's getting this, better at this. Yeah. With terrifying proficiency, he cocked it, span around, and shot his brother in the face from less than a foot away. <laughs> God, that must have been. I mean, I know it was awful, but that must have been a really satisfying sound. Wow. Of the clack, yeah. the thunk, and the. Like that. The toddler fell flat on his ass and screamed as blood and snot began to drip from his <laughs> nose and down his face. We've all seen that before. We've all seen it. We've all seen that before. I've often caught myself kicking kids right in the face. No, I didn't just mean to that. See that. No, I just meant when the snot and the blood mix yeah. and the tears. Yeah. yeah. It's a mess. It's all bloody. There should be a word for it. Twat. No, not twat. <laughs> Blood, snot, and tweers. <laughs> Blood, tweers. snot, and tweers. <laughs> tweers. Tweers, that works. <laughs> oh, his face was covered in betweer. Yeah, betweer. All the betweer. Smirching to betweer. <laughs> the betweer is here. <laughs> ah, the toddler fell flat on his ass and screamed as blood and snot began to drip from his nose and down his face. Yeah. I was about to try and sneak off as I noticed a puddle start growing out for him. He pissed himself. He did. Surprisingly, I didn't get a bollocking. Since kids are dickheads, and it all happens all the time. Yeah. But I did have to clean up the puddle of piss and blood. Oh. Anyway, please be kind to retail workers over this period. It's shit. It I is think we shit. can both agree with that, Dan. I agree. I agree. Yes. You, you put up with a lot of shit over this festive period. They really do. Any kind of service industry, not just retail workers, I guess they must get the, it worse. Uh, Amazon's warehouse workers. And bus drivers. You know, I'm usually quite down on bus drivers. Yeah. The other day, I realised the shit they have to put up with. Yeah, people like you getting on drunk. I got that money off the ocean car. No, no. I mean, uh, that was bad. Uh, so I was on the, tu- on the tra- a bus the other day. Yeah. And... It said on the, you know, when the bus is going to stop before its usual destination, they'll put, have it on the front, written yeah, on the yeah, front. Yeah. So I noticed it had it on the front, yeah. where it was going to stop, Finsbury uh, Park. Uh, no, Finsbury Square, Lane. Square, Moorgate Stroke, yeah. Finsbury Square. And I thought, okay, that's okay for me because that's where I would be getting off anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the bus gets to there, yeah. but it stops just before then. The stop before, and I'm like, oh, why is it stopping here and kicking us all off? So this woman goes, why are you stopping here? And he goes, um. Uh, it's terminating here because there's been a... It's because of the terrorist attack yeah, yeah. in London that it was stopping there. And she went, well, why didn't you tell us? And it's like, it was written on top, on the front of the bus. She was like, oh, you could have said something. And I was literally like, Ugh. God, I understand now. Yeah. She's just angry just because she's a cunt. Her day's been inconvenienced by she's about just 15 minutes. She's just being a cunt to Just it. being a cunt. And it's like, no, factually, you're wrong. Yeah. You are factually wrong. She didn't care. Oh, I'm just going to be a cunt to you anyway. So I was... And Tales that, from the public transport. You know what, I mean? what did you do? Nothing. Did you I just, just I go said away? to him, "Look, that's perfectly acceptable, but why do you have to stop here instead of the actual stop where it says on the front of the bus?" And he said, yeah. "It's because we can't turn around when we go to that next yeah, stop." Yeah, yeah, so okay. I said, "That's perfectly acceptable. That yeah. you've given me an explanation." He's been. Well, why didn't you tell us? He said it's like it was written on t- on the front of the bus. If you paid attention, put your fucking f- you know, face up from your phone. You know that she went straight to office and went. Oh, I can't believe yeah, the bus. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know why I bother. People like that. And everyone thought he is fucking. And anyway, Sandra again going on. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's, just don't understand why the bus is yeah, not where yeah. they meant to. No, she wasn't Northern. I don't. That's any voice I can do. <laughs> just leave me alone. Now, 
Now, Paul, also yes. people, yes, people who work in pubs. Thank you, Dan, by the way. Thank you, Dan. And I'm sorry I criticised your, uh, your you're not. style. You're no, not, I am. It got better. No, it got really racy there towards yeah, the end. It did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid was on the floor, kid with a snot, you know. Yeah, and it was, it was nice to see a kid get it right in the face, point blank with yeah. a gun. Yeah, nice to see that. Not a real gun. That would be horrific. But, you know. I wouldn't laugh at that. People who work in bars over this period, God, yeah. I feel for them. Because I'm, I mean, I'm going to be DJing and it, it yeah. just gets terrible. You doing New Year's People, Eve again. not only, yeah. Yeah. People not only get rude yeah. and drunk, but they just don't move. They don't move. They, out, they don't know how to stand. They don't know how to stand in a public space anymore. Ignorance and belligerence is and what they're And also, I read an article uh, today about, uh, because of the whole Nish Kumar getting uh, I, I read a bit about that, but yeah. But there was an article about how, you know, stand-ups hate Christmas. And some of them, even though they get lots of good money for doing yeah. gigs this time of year, they just don't do it, some of them. No. Because it's I've just so awful. I've seen gigs, and they are awful things. Like, to... Christmas gigs is terrible. No one wants to... You know, I hate, I hate people. I hate, right, well, there you I go. Hate Eli hates people. What a revelation to end the segment <laughs> yeah, right. on. Right, we're going to crack. All right, well, let's calm down for a bit. And I feel we're sweaty. Gonna, and we're going to uh, crack on with Cheap Eats. Cheap Eats. Hooray. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, performing the Cheap Eats jingle this week is actor and comedian Eli Silverman. Ah, thank you. Yes. Just 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 Sorry, sorry, sorry. Excuse me. I'm trying to do something here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. A wonderful performance there by the uh, up-and-coming star of tomorrow, voted most likely to be in a Star Wars sequel by BAFTA, Eli Silverman. Uh, Eli, Eli, tell me, tell me a bit about the process. I'll tell you something. Tell me about the process. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about the that. process. I wake up in the middle of the night, and I come downstairs, I thwop. <laughs> right. You've got a bad... <laughs> <coughs> oh, you've got a bad on the word thwop because <laughs> it's become your go-to word when you run out of thoughts <laughs> it's just it's like I almost saw it going like a sonic wave it was almost like the explosion a few days ago in London thwopage. it's not even an original thing I know it's just terrible thwopage <laughs> give me oh god it's cheap eats everybody yeah it's cheap eats everybody so we got some cheap eats now we're going to vary it up. We're going to do we got some from the PO box, didn't we? We do got some. We do got. We some. do got some. We from do the got PO some box. from the PO box. I do got some from the PO box. I do got some, some from the PO. I do got some from the PO box. So I do got some from the PO. Swap it. <laughs> Shut up. Swap out the got some from the PO box, mate. Right. So, do you, have you what have you got? Let's start with oh, you. Oh, you want? Can we alternate items, maybe? All right. Do you want me to start then? Yeah. I tell you what. We'll start with these because these are Crisps. horrible. These are horrible. These are from um, the P.O. box. 
Out of date, sorry. Oh, oh. How far out of date are these? It doesn't matter. It does. Because if it's like two years, I don't want to eat it. No, it doesn't matter. Bacteria can't get in there. Best before date, 1409-19. So September 14th. Oh, my birthday! It's only a month and a half ago or something. Anyway, we tried something similar. No, we tried the exact same thing, actually. Uh, Biffo and Ashens did on the Digitizer channel. But someone sent these independently to us. Okay. They are Lau, which is Lay's, which is Walker's, which are crisps. And these are Cooling Sensation Melon Bingsu flavor. Oh, uh, Melon Crisp. Well, I'm quite interested to try these, Paul. Did you have these before? No. Okay. So but we did have, recently we had the cucumber ones, didn't we, that I got, and the numbing pepper, both of which were disappointing, but the cucumber were just, frankly... Yeah, just a, a strange flavour sensation that I'm not very willing nice. to journey to again. We did, but we did have, oh, we did have melon, but they weren't this brand. We had a different brand we of did. melon flavour, we did. Chris, but we what? didn't have the Walker's melon flavour. So it must be a thing. Now, these are limited edition, and it's cooling sensation, as we've stated, because they have a kind of menthol aftertaste. Oh, my God. Which I've, I, I don't understand the idea of. Even on a conceptual level, why would you want crisp to taste like menthol cigarettes for a start? You wouldn't. And then or pairing mints. it. I mean, mints taste like mints, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, or or pairing thing. it with melon. Do you know what I saw? Mint Oreos today. Mint Oreos. Oh, but that'd be nice, That'd though. be quite nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, but that'd be quite nice. Some up. Pick some up. Next. I'll pick some up next oh, time. Pick some up I'll go round there. I'll come round there. Go round there. I'll go round there. And I'll Floppage. Come... <laughs> I was just going to get there before you did. <laughs> you just say it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to let you open these and do the Huff Report. Cooling sensation. Melon Bingsu flavour. I wonder what Bingsu is. I don't know. Now, these have uh, I could look it suffered up. a bit in, in transit. Shall Paul? I look up Bingsu? Please. What's it, how do you spell it? Bing and S-U. Now, I'm going to do my patented huff injection technique on this, where I get one nostril and I take a small, a rip a small corner of the packet off and pump the huff air right up my nostril. It's a rather intense practice, but Eli is a trained professional, so please do not do this at home. Did you look up what Bingsu means? I think it's Korean, a type of food preparation. I wonder what it is. I don't know. All right, so delicate operation, just to remove the smallest corner of the crisp packet. Yeah. Get the nostril ready. Yeah. It's ready. It's ready. It's clear to go. And I'm going to pinch below where I'm ripping off so none of that precious, precious huff air gets wasted, Paul. Yeah, in the opening. In the opening. Here we go. Here we go. Again, don't try this at home. Eli is a trained huff professional. It's the smallest corner I can get. There. Here he goes. And... <laughs> it's gone. Oh, oh! It's quite nice, is it? Yeah, very melony with an undercurrent of potato, as you might expect. <laughs> There's all sorts of shit going on yeah, in the House of Pickles the today. House of Pickles is, is a flurry. No, smell that. It's like ice creamy. Oh yeah, Ooh. it's quite nice, don't you think? I don't know if I like the it because it's, nice. it's it is ice creamy, but then it's meant to be melon. It's meant to be slightly minty. So I'm not. Are you getting in it? fact? It's making me feel quite luscious. <laughs> Really? Weirdly, <laughs> I don't know. If it's because I'm in my brain's informed that it's out of date, so it's affected me. But it's if a I sort take of staleness, off... a bit of a potato yeah. staleness. It's not really that out of date, though, Paul. Well, we'll find out when you take the first bite. And they just look like ordinary crisps. There's oh. no, so they're not blue or anything for the cooling. No. I'm not looking forward to this. Well, give it a go. Oh, instantly the face has turned to that of a sour sow. Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh, those are really wrong. Yeah. I have never eaten a crisp like that in my life. Oh wow. What are you what are your sensations? They're very sweet. That's the first thing. But then the cooling comes on straight away. Yeah. And it is like a mint or something, like a cooling mint. Yeah. 
it's a strange but sensation. But then there's a, t- there's a crisp taste as well underneath it all, which is, just go. doesn't work. Oh, God. Do you know what I mean? It does taste like melon. I can't fault it for that. Uh, it's not pleasant. Who would be into that? You and wonder. then there's the mint. There it is. Yeah, and there's also... Oh, uh, give me another one. Because I want to describe it. It's um, it's, very it's an melony. acidity. Do you know what I mean? It's an acidity from the... Oh, oh God, those are rank. Those are straight up disgusting. Yeah. But, you know, it's only to our palate, maybe to the Koreans. They, well, it's, it's a special just, edition, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Special edition just means let's try this shit out without See committing to it. See if anyone likes it. Yeah. Um, no. It's like when we had the strawberry um, crisps. Remember that? Yeah. Similar kind of reaction to it. Did you like those, though? I did not like the strawberry crisps. I, I don't like any of these, these sweets. I did not like them. Fair enough. But this is... I don't like it. I didn't like the cucumber ones no. either, but, I mean, they were, they were preferable to these. I would you know what I do like? Those... Don't say thwappage. <laughs> no, I won't say thwappage. I do like that, though. Um, <laughs> he does. Um, I don't really. I just say it. I know, but podcast. you like the sensation of saying thwappage. I like the way... The, the mouthfeel of that word. You like the mouthfeel of thwappage. <laughs> oh, sorry. I've, uh, uh, you spat a... coolie crisp on me. <laughs> Oh, the aftertaste That's is horrible. That's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. We're going to need some uh, some Clazit cleanser. <laughs> I meant palate cleanser. Yeah, I've got some. Clazit cleanser. I've got a little bit of pre-prepared latte. Okay, there you go. Uh, oh, God. Terrible. Well, there you go. Out of five. I really didn't like them at all. I, I couldn't eat, like... I couldn't eat any more than the one I had. And even that was out of morbid curiosity. Really well, do you think they would have been there. better if they were out in date? They would have been slightly firmer and crisper. Uh, well, I don't all. know. They didn't taste out of date, to be fair. But then what they did taste of was horrible. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They were terrible. I'll give it half a point. Mr. Silverman, I'm going to give that one point, And it's now over to you. Okay. Now, let, hopefully this will be a bit more pleasant, Paul. I'd hope so, too. I'm going to hand you this. Oh, it looks big. Oh, it is yeah. big. It's big. It's probably one of the biggest one of these I've ever seen. <laughs> tell you what, that melancholy is fucking not, it's not, repeating on me. And it's already. not a nice place to visit. No. no. Here you go. I'm going to hand this to you, Paul. Say what you see. Yeah. Oh, it's a very small penis. I'm always going to do that gag. Oh, no, I'm always going to do it. I do. I'm always going to do that what gag. What does it look like? A crow's beak? No. It looks. Hey, look. Hey, look, Paul. What's that behind you? It's a little globe. Inflatable globe. Imagine that inflatable globe. I'm looking at the inflatable globe and agreeing that it is an inflatable globe. Now, now, let me just find something. Am I meant to be it's tasting... Sm- half-smoked roly. What does that remind you of? <laughs> I've put the half-smoked roly on I'm... top of that globe. Well, it does, I, I believe, resemble your cock and balls. Look, Paul, I've, yeah, I'm I... putting it in my crotch area. Yeah. How do you like that? I, uh, do you like that? Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah. Do you I want like it? the way it rests on top. Do you top like it? It's resting it. right up on the globe. <laughs> it's right, right on the equator. Oh... <laughs> Thwappage on the equator. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on, describe that. It's called. It's by a company called Costco, established in 1907. But what is it? It is a wafer it's a square halibut packet, waf- about the size of a seven-inch record, isn't it? It's a bit smaller. Excuse me, <laughs> I'm doing the explaining. Sorry. You go on about comparing your cock and balls to big and small things. Uh, Costco. It's a waffle. It's a, it's a wafer. It's a big biscuit. It's a big wafer, though, isn't it's it? It's like a seven-inch. Vinyl so single. You want to take a photo of that before we we destroy it, basically. There it is. I've taken a picture. So I'm going to open and it, it has a little uh, picture of a, a child who's enjoying it. Who's saying, hey. Hey, look at this. Have a look at this. Hey, look at this. It's, it's my it's big weird wafer. mutant wafer thing. All right, so, yeah, it's a... Uh, Does it have stuff in it? 
Oh, let's find out. Let's open it up and let's find out. Take the whole thing out. Oh, it's just... It's I... a big round... Wow. Hang on, you hold that. I'll take a picture of that Take now. a picture of that. This is this is a very unusual item, Paul, on Cheap Eats today. 1907 it has, Costco, so that must be the... The thing is actually called a Kagik Helver. Mate, you're repeating stuff I've just said. Do you not listen? <laughs> no. You're just thinking about when the next time you can say fucking thwappage is. I'm not, gonna th- I'm not thinking about it. God, it's, it's really hard to say fucking thwappage. Fucking thwappage. Fucking, th- fucking thwappage. I'm just going to break it off and see if there's a centre to Care- it. Careful, because you're going to get crumbs all over the house of pickles. That, I don't give two fucks. Have you seen what's on the floor? Well, not crumbs. Crumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Salty cock crumbs. <laughs> um, oh, it has got a sticky centre. It's got halver in it. Now, do you know what halver is? I don't. It's a sort of sesame-based, sesame and honey-based confection from oh, that part I'm of the gonna, world. I'm teasing Have the you never had halver? No. It comes in a block. It's like a powdery block. Uh, it looks spoffy it's when got, you open it it's, I mean, that's one of the spoffiest things I've ever seen it in my life. It is the spoffiest centre I've ever a, seen on a biscuit. It's got three layers. On either side of the middle layer, there's the, the helver, which looks... It's three it's, layers it's gunky. of waffle filled with a spoffy centre. Well, I'm just going to bite. have a bite. I'm going to have a bite from the spoffy centre. It smells sweet, not much. It smells like a waffle. Like a, like a, it smells like, like waffle. one of those... Uh, Stop saying waffle. It's a no, waffle. This though, isn't, isn't it? a waffle. There's nothing waffle. This is not a waffle. Yeah, it's, it's, waffle it's, it's a wafer. A wafer. wafer. Yeah, all right. Like a kind of pink panther biscuit thing. Right, I'm having a bite. Here we go. Oh, God. Oh, it's That's very sweet. Dry and disappointing. It's very dry. Wow. Very sweet. It's very wafery, isn't it? We're not doing well this week, are we, so far? <laughs> That's really nasty. It was only 49p, so I guess it's uh, good value. 49p is good value for a biscuit a the size of wafer. a... A size of a seven-inch seven inch record, yeah. Have another little bite. There's not much flavour to it, though, is there? No, but I, I will say this. It's not repulsive. It's no, just... It's, all right. it's, all right. it's both plain and overly sweet. you know what that'd be sweet. nice with? Some vanilla ice cream or something. Yeah, yeah. You could, you could pair it with something, couldn't you? Put it in maybe a nice f- chocolate fudge cake or something, you know? I'm just like that guy's expression, the child on the front. He's like, eh, it's a, what, you know? To he's, be not, fair. he's not bigging it up. He's going to, you know, try it. He's going to, here. here you go, what's this? Yeah, it's a sort of a wafer thing, you know? It's not great, it's, you know, it's, it, I'm getting that, well, that's that whole thing. story from him. Well, now that we've tasted it, I do feel like he's kind of saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it does look <laughs> like, like yeah. I'm sorry, mate. This is what we've got for you. I'm it's sorry. It's cheerful, but it's, he knows that, you know, at its base, everything is yeah. disappointing. He's disappointed in himself for fronting it yeah. as well. He's also yeah. like, it's the best I could get on yeah. this deal. You it's know, what I, he has to do now. I've missed out on the Milky Bar Kid stuff. That's an incredibly underwhelming halver-filled wafer product. Come on. What we're going to do next is a little bit different, but a, an experiment I wanted to try. You could almost say it's a bit of an off-brand brand off, but it's not really. It's more of a, a brand, 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 brand. Brand, 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 brand. Oh, little, 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 little. Oh, brand, 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 which is featured on a forthcoming, and by the time this goes out, probably already shown episode of Digitizer with me and you and Biffo opening boxes. We got one from a guy called Mark who gave us some American stuff from the shop he works in. Ah. And one of them was Hershey's Cookies and Cream Candy. I have tried this before. I, I have also clean. tried this before. I quite like it. But then it struck me. We always say American chocolate's awful, but then we sell Hershey's in the UK, you know, on our shelves just normally. So I got... A British Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Ah. Now, 
So that's the American one. That's the British one. What's the first thing you notice, Paul? Weight and size. Much bigger, the American one. Yeah, and thicker as well. Yeah. And the other one is more thin-like. It's it's more... Oh, it's just dainty and thin. It's more dainty. It's more it attractive to me. It is, actually. I'll yeah. say that. And it's got blue edging. Now, isn't that white chocolate? I thought you couldn't eat white oh, chocolate. Oh, is this white chocolate? Yeah. You haven't I mean, tried it I before. Don't, I mean, it's not that I can't eat it. I just don't like it a lot. All right. Just but have I'm a little nibble. Have a little nibble. Yeah. So... I'll let you open the American one. I'll right. open the British one. And we'll look, taste... you can see there's a, an illustration uh, of it there. Oh, yeah, you're right. There is. Cookies Whereas on the front cream. of this, it looks more like an Oreo that they've slapped on the front. That is. The uh, the design is different, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is Oreos. The cookies in the title, Cookies and Cream, are Oreo cookies. Oreos. So. so basically, it's a white chocolate bar with crumbled up Oreo yeah. cookies in it. And yes, I open it up and it's a white chocolate bar. That is white as well. The British blotches. one is it's exactly the same. I would say there's going to be... V- Zero difference in the taste. Really? Pro- yeah. I don't know. We'll soon find out. Right. Uh, I like this. So let's do a test, taste test right now. So I'm so, going to have the American one. And I'm going to have the British one first. Here we go. It's got that white chocolate taste that you probably feel, find is... Uh... I'm not a big fan, but it's not completely unpleasant. In fact, I think the b- cookie bits they help make it more palatable. They do, yeah. That's why I like it. I'm not a big fan of white chocolate. You know that. As yeah. well, but I, that actually they add texture and they add something that sort of offsets the um, the sickliness of the white chocolate, yeah. doesn't it? And it's not too um, you know sharp with the sugar, yeah. Because like a lot of chocolate bars, cheaper chocolate bars have that sharpness. That's something mm. you say that is very close to being meaningless to everyone. But anyway, I'm going to take a bit of the American one now. Now you hand over the English one. Now the English one seems to have um, it's more densely packed with the with the Oreo bits, isn't it? I guess so. Actually, that's another. That's a good so point. So that's how they tra- they're probably saving money. There's more white chocolate in this. Yeah, in the American. But maybe that one. will make this bit more unpleasant for me because yes, it's too much. I white. think it will. Let's find out. Flavor-wise, it's exactly the same product. Do you think? Do you think? That's more. No, actually, I think the American one's a little better. Really? Uh, to me, the American one tastes more of the chocolate, more of the white chocolate. It than... does. It. You know, you're right. It does. Oh, it's an interesting discussion, this. Because on one hand, I hate both because they're white chocolate. But if I had to pick one... You'd go for the American? No. I think if I had to pick one, I'd go for the British one. It's better. It's more cookie. I think more... the balance between cookie and yeah. cream... Is better. Is better. And it's different, isn't it? But I don't think the chocolate itself is all that different. I think the British one is, is actually maybe sweeter. Right. I think. They are different. More different than I would have expected. There's definitely a difference in the terms of the density... It's almost like the British one, same amount of cookie pieces in a smaller amount of white chocolate. Yeah. And the larger American one is it's just more white chocolate, but a similar uh, amount of uh, cookie pieces. Cookie. Do you see what I mean? It's yeah. The density of cookie pieces is different. I mean, we could through the, go for the ingredients bit by bit and see how much that, cocoa we is. Do that. I can't be fucked. I want to go by our gut feelings. You know what I mean? Our impulses, our trained taste buds and nasal cavities. We've been doing this, we've been at this game for a while. Five haven't? years now. Nah, five doing years, this. man and Listen, boy. Listen, mate, oh, nothing gets past my gob. Back when we nothing. did... Nothing, you can't fool my gob. You can't fool it. Come on, just say thwappage and move on. <laughs> I know, I don't want to say it. Yeah? I don't want to say it when you want me to say it. I, well, I don't say... want you to ever say it, though that's the thing. I think you've worn out thwappage. I think you've ruined thwappage. Gobbage. A... What about that? Gobbage. Gobbage. All right, but it's a bit. It's got an edge on the end. It's too similar. Right. Is it you my need something like you need a word like spaffy or a spaffy taffy, a splat load or something? <laughs> I don't know. Spaffy taffy. So 
ultimately, this section was a bit pointless, but I did just want to try it out and scratch it. We compared them, and they are different in a way I wouldn't have expected. Yeah, and I would, I would now, maybe suggest the British ones better. I would say that it definitely is. It's tastier. Yeah. Mm. It just, and there's less of it. It's tastier. Yeah. Well, I'd like a score, generally, for. I'm going to give it three. I quite like it. Four. I'd say four. All right. Good. I've, you, as you know, Paul, I haven't got a very sweet tooth, but I could eat a bit of that. All right. I quite like it. Oh, there we go. I Next. don't really like white chocolate, but that is there's something about that combo which which works. All right, you know. Okay, next, your turn for cheap eats time. I'm gonna because Paul, yeah, you are my friend. Oh, I'm gonna hand you this. Yeah, and it just sort of describes what we what we're doing here. Snack friends. That's what we are. By cameo. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Let yeah. me just uh, open the corner a second. One sec. Bear with me. Hang on. Are you uh, going to... Oh, no. Get the half on. That's what I'm saying. Pump, do you need a half pumper? No, I, I You can need do me this. to pump... Slap, slap the half up. No, um, I know what I'm doing. This is a package, and I'm opening a crack at the seal at the side and having a micro huff. Micro huff. Here we go. <laughs> Smells of packaging. Does it? Yeah, you can't really smell them with the glue I, and the thing. The, it's green. Yeah, the packaging is green, which made me think: Are these kind of some kind of sort of uh, cheese just, and onion flavour, no, or like? I think green? they're just sticks. They're, they're, just, they're just pretzel, pretzel sticks. sticks. Let me just open the pack up wide and check if it's a cameo brand. Yo, pretty ladies. Are... Yeah, no, that's snack. Oh, that's yeah. so bad. Round the world. Did you know cameo? Real. You did because, uh, but cameo before Thing their eighties incarnation, they were like a straight up funk band. Yeah, and they had uh, shake your pants. If Ow. anyone, if you want a hilarious and fucking funky as fuck. Video, watch Cameo Shake Your Pants. Is it a good that, track? It's fucking one of my favourite. I might put it in the episode right now, though. Yeah, do it. I'm sure it was good. Yeah, it's excellent. <laughs> right, open the and pack. And the video, they are just all... Sh- they're literally... They're just... Because they were like a one-hit it wonder. Has, it has sexolate, the word sex... They made up the word sexolate for that tune. Uh, uh, tell me the context. How is it used? Later, we can sexolate. Excellent. Yeah, well, I'll be using that. Right. Can I book you in for a sexolation yeah, later exactly, in the week? Yeah. I would very much, I would very much like it. These are by Cameo. Have you tried one of these? These are snack friends, Paul. Right, are we going to try one? I have. All right, let's have a go. I'd say underwhelming. But the thing is, these are reasonably simple, plain, They're not mindless, good ones, though. Really. They're not good ones. You're right. They're these stale, are not, aren't they? They're yeah, soft. They are. They're not very crisp. God, they're terrible. They have a crunch, but the, it, it hides a soft centre, which is kind of weak. I guess they're okay. They do have a sort of pretzel flavour. Are they in date? Because I don't oh, yeah, want to slag them. Tonight. I don't want to slag them off if they're out of date. Yep, next year. Well, in that case, these are shit. And they've got a saxophone on it. Because, you know, when I think party, friends, I think the guy in the corner playing the saxophone as it erupts twiglets into the air. <laughs> you know? 
Right, well, that was creatively uh, a one-way street, so <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to... Oh, well, we need a score for the snack, friends. Uh, three. They weren't on hot. I could finish a pack off if yeah. I was massively smunted. Yeah, you're taking uh, a beer. Yeah. yeah. If you're hungry. I'm not hungry today. No, I'm not hungry today. So, what are you giving it? A three? Yeah. Yeah. Is that all you got for cheap eats? No, I've got plenty more, mate. Let's do... Have you got anything else? Let's do one more each. Really? Actually, no, let's do yours, because these, these are things we've done on elsewhere. I just thought I brought it just in case. So, let's do one more with you. I've got two more. Well, let's just do one more because we're already at half an hour. I've got two more. We're at half an hour already. <laughs> well, I've got two more. We'll pick one because... I can't. They're too good. Uh, right. Right, we'll do both. Yeah, quick, quick, yeah quick, quick, you quick, know quick. it. They're brilliant. Quick, 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 quick. First, happy yeah. swing. Happy swing. Coco Delight. Happy swing, Coco Delight. They all seem to be uh, kind of music uh, themed, these. And these are... Like those things, those um, Japanese confections that they have at all the conventions. What, what they are called? They called? They're, they're like a biscuit, aren't they? Like a tube biscuit. They love that stuff, don't they? They are nice, though. I mean, I, you go to... Oh, like... there's a poopy half on this. <laughs> so a real have... stale chocolate half on that. Right, real poopy stale chocolate half. Coco Delight Happy Swing. These are sticks. They're similar to the Pocky. That's, yeah. that's what they're called. Pockies. Ish. Pockies are more like sticks that are dipped in a chocolate. These are more like biscuits that are in a coil with a chocolate Well, centre. they're more like a straw. Yeah, a filled straw Thank of you. chocolate. Yeah. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, really God, stale. It smells like a... It smells really stale. It smells like a fisherman's box. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. It's like... Yeah, I know what you mean. Because my dad used to go fishing and he, oh, had, this, yeah. he had this box, right? <laughs> Full and of worms and stuff. Maggots and yeah. hooks and lines. Is that and what like that smelled like? It had a particular smell. And it that. does smell. It's a slight fish. There's a slight Weird, fish on isn't it. it. Yeah, I don't not understand good. that. No, it's not good. It's not going to be good. They're only seventy nine p. What do you expect? There's loads of them. They are. There are loads of them. Here, I'll give this to you, Paul. All right. Don't get crumbs on the house of the floor of pickles. That, right. <laughs> I mean the. <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna have a bite. I'll eat. I'll eat off the oh, other oh, end. God. Let's lady in the trampet. Yeah. Come on. We'll do not each other until our lips meet. Come no. on. That'd be funny. No. It's just because, honestly, it's not because I'm afraid of getting close to your face. Because you that are. means I have to eat more of that shit. Yeah. And it's horrible. Um, it's got a really soft chocolate center. But it's that really cheap chocolate. It's like that. Uh, it's like Nutella or those Nutella knockoffs. You yeah. know, not real chocolate, just sort of Like when spread. we did those spreads years ago. It tastes like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, it, like what was that called? Euro creme. Euro creme. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh. it's like a stick, a biscuit stick, a wafer stick. It's wafers, in fact. Yeah. Stick. Which in itself, the biscuit bit wasn't awful, but I think that cheap chocolate really fucking and it has shits that, the It has bed. that fishy, it's almost like the, the yeah. palm oil or something underneath it. It's you know what I mean? horrible about yeah. it. It's got a viscosity I didn't like. It has a terrible viscosity. With a sharpness of sugar tang. Oh, don't, it's not, oh, anyway. Fuck, don't stop saying sharp. Sharp is not don't how you describe sharp, something sharp. that's over Anyway, sickly. Thwoppage. <laughs> right, I'm never going to say thwoppage again. I give it a couple of minutes, later. Okay, and so gentlemen. that was Happy Swing. What do you think? Happy swing. And, and finally, Yeni Yupo Cockajello. Oh, by Co the way. Cockajello is what comes out my arm all the time when I throw it out. When I throw it out, Cockajelly comes out. And I don't have to josh it, but I know when I knob it, it comes out. It comes out. <laughs> that panicked look you just gave me says everything. Cockajelly. And this has a little character on it. I wonder what this is. It looks like a filled chocolate, like a Coke bottle shape. And Let's it's got a face. It's got a face on the cover. I mean, the face, I I believe, is... It's, uh, right, it's got a mouth. Like, when it opens, it looks like he's 
got like a mouthful of a raspberry in it. Yeah, it's got a, oh, some kind of fondant. I know what this is, and it's one of my least favourite things it's in the world. It's a raspberry fondant chocolate thing. Oh, no. I'm going to smell it. It looks, no. It it's got a good like, weight to it. It looks like a turd. It's, it's got a good weight to it, though. Cockajello. Feel the weight of it. I feel your cockajello. Feel my cockajello. Oh, it's a solid enough thing. It's very solid. He's having a bite. It's Turkish Delight. Let's have a go. I don't. I don't. For some it's reason, it's like Turkish Delight. Turkish Delight. It's a pass for me for some reason. The consistency is very Turkish Delight. Are you getting a coconut at the end of that? You know what it is. It's got a kind of caramel base, right, with the jelly on top it and the chocolate like coconut. It tastes like a bounty. That was not awful. I expect that to be bloody yeah, awful. That was better than what I thought. And actually, it had flavour. The chocolate was quite nice. The not car- too bad. The caramel kind of base to I it. I think it was twenty p. So it's quite a good twenty uh, p, and it's quite a nicely sized snack. There's a whole world of these Turkish sweets that are I'm just out give there. That a three and a half, because even though it's not my not my cup of tea, I'd recommend it to people who like that stuff. And that is by Ulka, in fact. I can see it says in very small writing, Ulka. Oh, and it's Ulka, an Ulka are like the Turkish Cadbury sort of. We've and, covered them before on the show, and but we're big fans of Ulka here. I mean, when they do just show. straight up chocolate, it's mm. really good. So. Uh, Dark chocolate, pistachio, milk in f- chocolate. In fact, when I was buying the cheap eats for today's episode, Paul, I was mm. trying to avoid Ulka. Because, you know, we've done it and we love it. But this is an Ulka kind of That's by a the back door. Cockajello, yeah. It's by the back door, Back door Ulka. Back door Cockajello. Yeah. I had a back door Cockajello the other like, night. What? And then what happened? Your ass was seeping Cockajello out. I was dribbling. You were dribbling cockaj- it like a snail all over the living room. Mate, I, someone stopped me in a club and went, mate, your Cockajello's dribbling out. And I was oh. like, oh. <laughs> right, is that our cheap eats for this week? D- well, yeah. That, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> I've got more I, stuff. I feel quite nauseous. <laughs> okay. Because it's been an interesting array of flavours that have passed my I've lips enjoyed like. myself, Paul. I'm feeling better. Uh, uh, it's not been our best haul, but it's been, in many respects, possibly our most interesting. What do you think was nah, the worst? No, that's not true. What, that's not true. No, it's not true. <laughs> what, what do you think was the worst thing? Oh, the crisps. They were terrible. What else did we do? We did the Hershey's. Oh, that's quite fine. Nice, nice. Pretzels were fine. Pretzels were okay. The wafer wasn't very good. Wafer wasn't awful though. It didn't make me turn my stomach. The crisps actually might be the worst thing. They are just Easily. because it they're was just un- weird and unpleasant, uncalled for. Yeah. That's not what I want from crisps. No. If I wanted a menthol, I'd have a mint. You yeah. know what I mean? I'd have a mint. If or, I wanted a melon, I'd have a lovely gummy. I'd have a gummy melon over yeah. that. If I wanted a crisp, I'd have something savoury. You know, homely. What I mean? A nice kind of roast chicken. Oh, roast chicken flavour. That's good. Roast good chicken. Call, call back to uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Or is it just me forgetting piss poor ideas I had years ago that you nicked off some fucking nineties comedy show? Anyway, Euro creme. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, Paul. Yes, that was nice. Well done. Nice collection. We've had a nice, interesting array of things to eat today. Let's shake hands. <laughs> All right. Oh, feels funny. No, he's giving me the sex finger. <laughs> <laughs> No sex finger. Yes, hello. Welcome to my bookshop of dreams. Oh, hello. I've uh, come for... um. I I've come am. for, uh, you know, those kind of books. We you got don't, any of those? No, we yeah, don't no, sell those do. books you here do. in this establishment, you sir. Do. Yes, you do. We sell books of years gone no, by. I've come for those kind of books and I won't be leaving. Why'd you have to leaving. ruin it? I won't be leaving. Why'd you have to ruin it, Eli? You you show... on. I was doing a nice professionally man. Show me a dirty book. It has a bookshop I'll of wonders. It. I'll leave if you give me. All right, here's a book called Gashers. 
Oh. <laughs> gashes of the world. Ooh. You can see. Ooh, there's a. Ooh. Mexican gash. There's Mexican gash. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this. I just wanted to do a nice intro with Banu. All right, we'll start, start the intro again. I'll come in again and we'll do it all very innocent. All right. Okay. And nice. Yeah? Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Hello. Ah, uh, yes. Hello, sir. Come in. Oh, what's... I what's... am Mr. Brutalist. Oh, I just completely Kaiser Soze'd that. <laughs> <laughs> looking at your Brutalist London map. Yeah, fucking stop looking at the Brutalist... That doesn't work as a name of a bookshop. Either. I am Mr. Grow a Winning Hand. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, no. Look, do you know what I have got up there, Paul? What? It's the, uh, I cut up that popcorn, the dur- durian popcorn. Yeah, and you put the bag up there. Yeah, because it's good, isn't it? Because it's like... Doesn't uh, it stink, though? No. It, it, it was the a smell wore bag. off. The smell wore off. But it's basically like a picture of... Uh, it's some... fighting against a lot of smells in here, to be fair. Yeah. Arse gas. I've got, look, I've got a candle there. That's a smelly candle. A nice smelly candle. I can't smell it because all I can smell is the other shit in this room. The... Your life detritus. Life detritus. Now... That durian looks like a picture of corn on the cob having a dream about a toothy vagina, doesn't it? Admit it. Right, come in the bookshop again. No, it's my bookshop. You come in the bookshop. No, you come you... in my bookshop. I'll no, do it. No, it's not your bookshop. It's my you bookshop. You always play the fucking... I'll no, be Gannon, the bookshop owner. No, because that's me. You can't be me in this segment. Please. Because basically you'll just go, Ick, Ick. No, I won't. No, I I've won't. I've got books. Ick. No, I won't. No, I won't. Ick. No, I won't. Uh, hello, I really like that. It's a totally different character I'll do, okay? All right. But you well, don't know what the books are going to be, so how can you possibly... Oh, I'll come in. I'll be the... Oh, I'll come in. All right, then. All right, okay. Uh, no, can I knock on the door first? Yeah. Yes. Can I come in? Yes. Open the door, then. Ooh, it's dark in here. So you've come looking Ooh, for... Oh, where is that voice coming from? Where's the voice coming from? You come looking for books, do you? Yeah, I like to read. Do you? Yeah. I have got some books for you in this book of wonders. This bookshop of wonders. <laughs> well, that was so funny, but I would like a book. Poof! I appear. Oh, there you are. I am Mr. Page Turner. I own this bookshop of wonders. Books from all over time and space arrive yeah. here at one moment in time for it to be read. And whoever enters my shop gets the privilege of looking at these rare, cheap books Ooh. of yore. <laughs> it's got a very hearty laugh. I like it. Uh, oh, why have I got all... Ooh. What do you seek today, sir? I would like... Uh, hardcore porn from the 80s. Right, thank you. <laughs> really grabby stuff. In that case, sir, can I introduce you to this book? It's called Russ Abbott's Gasmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Paul, get the books. We've ruined that. Right, sorry. Good. So I have to. I'm going to still do the voice for a bit. I have two books today for you. Two books from the past that I have reached out, grabbed from the void, and brought to your attention this week. I hope you enjoy them. Paul, take over. Thanks. 
<laughs> right, there so you I've are, got Paul. two books. You've got two shop. books. And one of them uh, is, is it, it's both from the same bookshop. It was a mind in Camden, not the one on the high street, which is shit. You know, the really posh-looking mind that they have, and all these sell of clothes and a, and a couple of gloves. Uh, Camden High Street. Yeah. yeah I don't this like it one... when charity shops go like that. I and get o- it. Oxfam, you know, they've gone all like they they were charity shops. They were, in fact, they were some of the first charity shops, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, Oxfam shops. Used to, in the back in the Oxfam day, you'd be used... laughed at. You shop at Oxfam. Yeah. You, you get your clothes That's from what I mean. Oxfam. I think they were one of the first actual bra- charity brands that actually did it, weren't they? Because you used to say, it used to be shorthand for a charity shop, didn't it? Oxfam, go down the Oxfam or something. I guess. Didn't but it? To be honest, like, again, back in the day, there were stores called, like, the Spastic Society. Oh, that yes. was like, you know, and so obviously you can imagine a 10 year old finding anymore, quite can. a lot of amusement from that. Some of which I'm about to do now. So uh, here we go. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, so there were charity shops. I remember a few growing up, but now they're reasonably prolific because all the major shops close and these come in and on the, internet. the rent. And the internet. But but they know, do sell on the internet, charity shops. They well, do, indeed, they? actually. I went to one in Twickenham and the lady said every now and then something will come in because they'll just dump a big bag of stuff. And they go through it. And if she thinks she finds anything that's of value, you know, that's just been forgotten about, yeah. then um, she'll send it to a friend. And that friend will evaluate it. Like, for instance, she said a, a necklace came in. And when they looked at it, it was, like, chock full of diamonds. And so they got sold it for, like, £4,000 on eBay. And that big chunk of that money goes to the charity shop because they get a commission for finding it and putting it up online. Uh, and so that's how they can make money from, like, things like that. Rarities. She also said this guy, uh, old guy, died and they knew him. But the relative brought just all their clothes in a bag and went, Ugh. And they found that in one of their coats, he'd put, like, chunks of money in bags in the lining. So, like, they found some, like, £500 in like twenties, crazy. But they must have been old twenties. Uh, I I didn't ask to be honest, but yeah, maybe. Um, I've got someone on the inside now. Have you? Yeah, my dad has started working in a charity shop. Has he? Yeah, <laughs> just to do something during the day. Yeah, oh, fair he's enough. He's doing like four hours a week or something. Fair enough. But he so said what, he's he, he, he spies something in the. It's, yeah. it's an uh, Oxfam bookshop, so they're the ones that get all the records and the, oh, the books. That's oh, more, more my area. Yeah, isn't it? It's convenient for you. Well, isn't it's better than clothes, yeah, isn't it? True. I mean, you true. Know. True. Anyway, here's the book. This week's book, part one, is Jay Leno's Police Blotter, real-life crime headlines from The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Now, I'm fascinated by uh, why it would call be called a blotter. What do, what do we think that means? I think that's what they called the segment on the show, the idea being it was like, what's on the police blotter? Oh, silly things. Yeah, but what is a police blotter? A, well, a blotter is just a pad, isn't it? A writing pad. Uh, yeah. And I think... I th- it comes it's from just ink thinking. blotter, doesn't it? It comes from ink blotter. Yeah. I think it comes from the fact that maybe the paper is one you write on it, you get two copies at the same time. Ah. So maybe that's what they're saying. It's like a police blotter, a pad. I'm not familiar with that uh, that use of language. So it's a book full of segments they've done on the show where Jay Leno read something out and then made a little witty comment These are amusing afterwards. news stories. Is Such right? as? Well, police reports. Sex crime. A woman was walking past a man in a parking lot when the pervert lowered his trousers and mooned her. She said she recognised the man as an old high school acquaintance. That's it. Yeah. The so joke that... being that she recognised him from his arse, I think, uh, because of the way grammatically it was put together. Ooh, that's yeah. poor. Now, Paul, so you've got the reports, and don't you have little quips from Leno as well? Yeah. So what was the one on that? Uh, I think it was shit. Hang on. Well, it's all shit. So this is the arse mooning. Memories, like the corners of your mind. Is that's, that the, that's, that's the Leno quip? That doesn't yeah, even make any he, sense. He sung it probably, didn't he? Went, memories in the corner of my mind. Oh, it's like the memory of that person's And then arse. someone held a sign in front of the audience and went, laugh! <laughs> you fuckers. Laugh, fucking laugh! 
You have a look. Have a little right, search I'll have for a your book. One. I'll See read one out. What tickles your fancy? Now, this is in the format of long, uh, wide pages. It won't sit on a bookshelf comfortably unless it it's on its side. But that is a format that a lot of um, toilet humour books come in. Humour books. Humour books are always of a regular size. Do you ever go to the doctors and they had like a whole stack of those Giles cartoon books? Or Garfield. Giles, did you enjoy those? I never Garfield. enjoyed a single one. No, Giles. Uh, I don't remember any of Giles. Do you remember Giles? I know that... of it, but I don't remember reading books about it. Because it was didn't... all very, very not good. Uh, What's in here? I've discovered something that's been left by the previous owner in this book. Oh, what is it? These are two tickets. Two tickets? Uh, f- for a show at the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. Uh, the BBC presents the 99th season of Henry Wood Promenade Concerts, The Proms. Sunday, August the 8th, 93. Wow, that's old. I think you've read that wrong. Let's look at it. It says, The BBC presents the 99th season of Henry's Wood. Prominent and hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's so poor. You laughed at it. I didn't. I just, <laughs> you did, though. I didn't. I really. heard you. You thought it was amusing. I did not. So who bought the tickets, does it say? Kay Davis. Kay Davis, if you're listening, we've got your tickets. Well, that these are already how many over twenty years old? Anyway, find find the story that find amuses you one. here. Take your time; we can edit. It's it a short one. Oh, all right. So the news story: every page is the same format. You've got in a a box. You have uh, the what story looks like a cut out of a newspaper, cut out of the newspaper, and then you have in quote marks what Leno said. I, I take it. All right. Okay, so you ready for this one? Yes. The club. Yeah. An anti-car theft device. That's what it says. Device. No, <laughs> you said it. An anti-car theft device, device, yeah, was stolen from a vehicle in the. And there's something's redacted here. Yeah, maybe it's someone's name or an address of Tuslin East Drive. Yeah, a coat hanger was possibly lo- used to gain entry. So what they're saying is, someone used something easy to steal security device. Are they stuck? What's Jay Leno's quip? Wow, this is dry, Paul. What is Jay Leno's quip? Gee, do you think they used a radio to get into the car to get the club? What? What? None what? of this makes sense. This is, None uh, of this works. This is just word porridge. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's all it is. I'll try another one. Yeah? All right, find another one. All right. Don't drink the coffee. This is Right, titled. don't drink the coffee. What's your guess? Someone pisses in it, yeah? Maybe, or uh, it wasn't coffee, it was bleach. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, employees of the Marita Bread Company in Greensboro, NC... Noticed last year that their company coffee machine produced a foul-tasting brew. Oh, no. And they tried various remedies to improve the taste. Yeah. Some employees then remembered a heated dispute they had had with a delivery man who had access to the plant in evening hours and thus organised a stakeout. Dale David Tinstman, 46, was later arrested for having urinated into the coffee machine daily for several months. Oh. Oh, they've been drinking piss. That's bad. <laughs> Pissy coffee. That's not... It's not good, is it? Good, Do you reckon he had a complete full piss into it, or well, just like a dribble? Well, it depends. He's doing it every night, isn't he? Because, come on. He you... doesn't mind. It doesn't mind. Do you reckon you'd notice if it was coffee piss? Well, no, because it's, you know, it's very hard. You know how, from doing tasting on this show... Yeah. Taste is very uh, contextual to, like, what it looks like, what it smells like, what yeah. the package looks like. All of these things affect... The taste, mm, don't they? Yeah. Like a visual, like a visual optical illusion. You could taste something, and then you, if you're not told what taste it is, it doesn't even form into a perception until you are told. And then it's like, oh yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, Do you no, see I what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the way that. So a... someone turned around and went, 
He pissed in that. Yeah, like, oh, then it's like, there yeah, you go. Yeah, it was pissed. That's his foul I recognise yeah. the piss now. So do you want to hear the Leno quips? Yeah. And don't eat the yellow snow. Oh, oh God. This is just so hackneyed, isn't it? It really is yeah. hack. I mean, I'm going to presume they were taken from the broadcast. Or, there's two for this one. Oh, you've got a choice. Do you think this is going to be better? It's not. Or... And this non-dairy creamer tastes kind of funny too. It's spunk. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Spunk, 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 spunk in the coffee. Drink it all up. Spunk, 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 spunk. He always looks so happy when he does these little songs. Spunk in in the coffee. And this is shit, isn't it? This is shit. Jesus Christ! And he lasted twenty odd years in that fucking role. Well, it's just the book, isn't it? He's better live than this stupid book. I mean, don't get me wrong, maybe in context with a bit of performance behind it, you think, all right, fair enough. That's terrible, mate. They had to put shit out every night, though, didn't they? I mean, yeah, they did. And I can imagine they I, just went, that oh, book is really up. unamusing in a deeply, deeply boring and unamusing <laughs> way. I'm sorry, Paul. Yeah, no, fair enough. Really We're going to move on to our next book then. Gannon's Page Turners. Yes. Uh, this one should be a bit more fruitful. Okay, so the book I've got here is called The Return of the Heroic Failures. And it's a Steve, sequel. It's a Stephen Pyle book. And we looked at his first one, Heroic Failures, didn't I think we? in a Christmas special a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, we looked at his first book, it's called Heroic Failures. And this is the sequel, More Failures. And I'll be honest, there's some cracking stories in here. All right, let's have one. So let me have a little look. Again, I don't know where he sources them. I'm imagining they're sourced maybe from newspapers and things like that at the time. Well, he's done a bit of research, hasn't he? He's libraries, newspapers, reference books. Yeah. All right, what about... Uh, Microfiches. The least successful home repairs. Okay. Home repairs offer immense scope to the right sort of person. In 1980, Mr. Brian Heiss of Utah showed the way when he woke up to find a burst pipe flooding his house. Oh, no. It's a horrible thing to wake up to. That's it's not good. It's not good. So Especially what you if it was a shit pipe. Yes, if it was a <laughs> shit pipe. If you had, for some reason, a pipe doing nothing but pumping shit constantly no. through your house. Paul, don't be so idiotic. Of course there's a shit pipe in every house. What do you think takes the shit away? Yeah, but it's on the outside of the house, isn't it? Not necessarily. If it's a large house, it might have to go through a room. The shit pipe room. Yeah, but toilets are usually against the wall of a building. Usually. Yeah, usually. It could be a shit pipe, just admit that. All right, it could be a shit pipe. And that would be much worse. It would be much worse But to in wake this up. story, is it a shit pipe? No, it's just a burst pipe. Okay, could be piss pipe. Could have piss coming out. Eh? If you want it to be piss, <laughs> you imagine it to be piss. What if there was a vomitorium upstairs? What, what kind of man is living in a house like that where any time he could be covered? Very debauched, rich man. Oh, come to my vomitorium, little man. Oh, come in here. It's a shit pipe, that. I'm proud of that. <laughs> what's that, sir? It's a gold-plated shit pipe. And what's that? It's a vomit pipe. And what's that? It's a piss pipe. And what do I do with all three of these things? <laughs> Smash them up. And then what? All shit, piss and vomit will come out. What a great sketch. Right, <laughs> right so desiring to hire a pump, he went out to his car only to find the tyre was flat. Returning indoors, We need to pump for that as well. Yeah, returning indoors to make a phone call, he received an electric shock so great that he was hurled across the room and ripped the telephone out of the wall. Fuck. He's not having a good day, this <laughs> no, guy. No, he's not. He then found that dampness had called the floor to swell and the front door was jammed so he could not get out. He's going to die in there. A seminal figure in the world of home repairs, he spent some while screaming through the window for help. Only when a neighbour smashed down the front door did Mr. Heiss notice that his car was being stolen. Wow. Having informed the police, hired a pump, sealed the leak and cleaned up the flat, Mr. Heiss felt that the moment had come to finally relax. Displaying an impressive verse of 
versatility, he went to a nearby Civil War pageant and within minutes of arrival sat on a bayonet. Wow. <laughs> he a had a t- bad day, didn't he? He was a tough day. Uh, Can I read one now? Yeah, go on, have a look. Well, what's a good one? Just have a look. See what catches your fancy. Open a page anywhere. Worst ever variety act? Go for it. Okay. The worst act in the history of light entertainment was almost certainly the Cherry Sisters from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Oh. Their performance was so entertaining that a wire net had to be erected across the footlights to protect them from a shower of potatoes, apples, cabbages and other tributes. (laughs) So they had a food net. That were regularly hurled at this unique musical quartet. The sisters themselves insisted that it was the work of envious rivals. Yes, we often think about that with our podcast. Yeah, when people say yeah. it's shit, we think they're just yeah. jealous. Yeah, just you don't have a scatological podcast, do no, you? No, you don't. You don't say thwoppage and spoff, do you? Just, uh, because, uh, no, you have intellectual debate yeah. with re- respectable people. Yeah. And we just sit here in a room literally filled with shit. It's not literally re- filled re- with... I take umbrage at that, Paul. It's not literally full of shit. I just want you to make it clear to everyone, I don't shit in here. Okay? <laughs> I, I don't. No, you don't. I don't. I'm human. You could poo into a sock when you can't be asked to get out of bed on a cold I ne- night. I would not do that. And seal it up with elastic band. I would band. not do that. I was thinking about that the other day, that thing you showed me about, if you were going to shit in the shower, what would you do? Smush it all down the hole yeah. or... Put it in your hand and ch- chuck it into the loo. Nearby toilet. I'd smush it down. It depends on the on the on the viscosity of it. Yeah. I've said that twice today. Yeah, you like it. If it was if I felt it was gonna be a deep solid one, I'd probably catch it and plop it in the toilet. No, but it's but not gonna stay a... solid because you've got the shower going. It's gonna disintegrate. Yeah, but so, you know, you're gonna get it all over the floor. You know sometimes when you've had a poo, it's it's almost shaped like a brick. It's got proper molecular yeah. structure to it. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, you're wrong. Yeah, but you need to smush. Yeah, it depends. If it's a big old dog egg, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop it in. The How toilet. would it be a dog egg if you've done it? Yeah, like what a, a dog big... gets in the shower? You shower with a dog, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I squish his shit down oh, the toilet. Wow. Yeah. Now, and you're telling me I'm dirty. Oh, yeah, I call him Scooby Poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did a snot. Mm. Oh, mm. Their act opened with Aggie, Effie, Lizzie, and Jesse walking awkwardly to the centre of the stage in shapeless, flame-red gowns, hats and wooden mittens of their own making. Right. Three of them were tall, thin and sang, while Jesse yeah. was short, fat and played a bass drum. Yeah, it was like, come on, I want to be in, I want to be in the band. Yeah, but you don't look like your sisters. I, I want to sing. Can we give you a drum? Oh, yeah, I'll have a drum. Okay, and they stood there acknowledging the ecstatic hoots which greeted their arrival and then launched into a uniquely strained soprano version of Tara Boomdier. Tara Boomdier! Tara Boomdier! And their version included the verse Cherries ripe, Boomdier. Cherries red, Boomdier. The Cherry Sisters have come to stay. Not that bad. The song was accompanied by a range of hearty gestures that were refreshingly untarnished by female grace. <laughs> so what they were doing, like, what? Like, th- waist... Hit, you like... almost said thropage there, no, didn't you? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Like, were they doing, like, thrusting? Oh, thrusting or, yeah. like, doing this with their hands, shaking Were they, it? like... Or, like, go... Rubbing the crotch. Rubbing, giving the old camel toe a good old picking. <laughs> <laughs> Hearty gestures. Yeah. Yeah. They were also mm-hmm. intermittent thumps upon the drum. The audience sat transfixed with disbelief until the Cherry Sisters shuffled off the stage, showing not the slightest trace of nervousness, nervousness 
or of the talent normally associated with this line of work. In 1896, they were taken to New York by Oscar Hammerstein, the impresario, <laughs> yeah. who said, I've tried putting on the best acts and it hasn't worked. Now I'm trying the worst. The New York Times review of their opening night on the 17th of November was headed Four Freaks from Iowa. <laughs> In it, the critic said it was all too obvious, all too obviously, they were genuine products of the barnyard and the kitchen. Never before did New Yorkers see anything in the least like the Cherry Sisters and suggested that their performance might be due to poor diet. Another critic wrote that a locksmith with a strange rasping file could earn ready wages taking the kinks out of Lizzie's voice. Ooh, catty. Wow. Wow. Wit. Mm. That's the wit. Uh, Their repertoire also included I'm Out Upon the Mash, boys. (laughs) That must be mash as in whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. Whiskey mash. Curfew must not ring tonight. I'm I'm out getting fucked. Uh, (laughs) Don't you remember Sweet Alice, Ben Bolt? And The Modern Young Man, a recitation with a growing reputation as the world's worst variety act. They constantly played to capacity crowds all over America. Of course. Hammerstein's hunch paid off. They were big. See, this reminds me, I think, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, whether I've just spoken to you about it. There was a story I heard, and I can't remember where now, but basically, long story short, it was like two or three sisters were brought up in a very religious family, and they weren't allowed to watch TV or listen to music. But for this is 20th reason, century, this for, your story. Yeah, but yeah. for whatever reason, their dad forced them to be in a band, so they wrote songs, and he recorded an album. And because they'd never heard music before, what they did was both awful and amazing at the same and time. And unique, yeah. I think that's probably what they are. They're the, the real deal. Do you know what I mean? It's again, really bad. The story goes is that this album is now like one of like some artist's faves. Like apparently uh, Kurt Cobain from Nirvana rated it as one of his favourite albums of all it's time. Raw. Yeah, and it's like, raw. Yeah. And so years later, people found the album again and were like, oh, this is a kind of weird masterpiece. Yes. I need to find out what, the, what those sisters were. Well, it's, but... it's, uh, it, it links into outsider art, doesn't it, Paul? You, you, you're aware of the concept of outsider art. I might be, but let's explain to Basically, the Basically, outsider art is stuff made by people who have mental health problems or are untrained okay. as artists. They don't go to art school. They just they just make art. Yeah. And then someone discovers it and says, this has a unique... Because they're untrained, because they, you know, because they aren't taught how to make it, yeah. they come up with something unique and original. Basically, because they're not bound by yeah. rules and cliche I convention. Went, I went to a um, an exhibition of Japanese outsider art oh, that wow. was made by people in uh, mental institutions, and some of it was incredible, really incredible. Just like because this it was one so guy had on. drawn these pictures again and again, these felt tip pictures of one of his counselors, yeah, and her face just kept getting wider and wider in these pictures and squarer and squarer. Yeah. It's just really That's bizarre. Kind of sound a bit demented. Yeah. Though. Well, they were, you know, had mental health problems. As I say, creates beautiful, interesting art, doesn't it? Fucking, oh God. All right, I'll just do this one then. The least successful attempt to murder a spouse. Ready? Yeah. Dwarfing all known previous records for matrimonial homicide, Mr. Peter Scott of Southsea made seven attempts to kill his wife without her once noticing that anything was wrong. Right, in 1980, <laughs> he took out an insurance policy on his good lady that would bring him £250,000 in the event of an accidental death. Soon afterwards, he placed a lethal dose of mercury in a strawberry flan, but it all dribbled out. Because, you know, it's Mercury. You know so. what, Paul? What? I know, because it's cheat show. Yeah. I kind of imagined that it meant her fanny. Oh, I'll bake your strawberry flan. 
Right. And then spoffing it. Yeah, spoff. Now say thwappage. <laughs> thwappage. There we go. Right. Not wishing to waste this deadly substance, he next stuffed her mackerel with the entire contents oh, of yeah. the bottle. <laughs> oh, I stuffed her mackerel with mercury last night. Christ. Oh, and it all rolled out. I've got lead in my pencil. Oh, I've got mercury in mine. Ooh. Lethal. <laughs> so what? Hang on. Explain this to me. So he tried to put it in her flan. And because mercury's mercury, it just kind of just seeped out and it's went straight to dense. the plate. It's very dense. Mercury's yeah. dense, isn't it? Well, yeah, so it didn't stick it to the flan. probably came out the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he just stuffed her mackerel with the. I mean, he got he used the mercury again. He probably cut it open and just poured it straight it's in. Not very, uh, although it is deadly poisonous, mercury is not very good as a poison. No, and it's, it's, I, mean? I would say it'd be pretty obvious. Yeah, you'd see it there as well. Well, I mean, yeah, it's not the best thing to do, but maybe it was the easiest thing for him to get hold of. Probably and also, again, thinking ahead, accidental death. How did she accidentally get a whole bottle's yeah, worth yeah, of mercury in a fish? Well, but you know, Instantly. murderers usually aren't rational. No, and he's, he seems yeah, like he's yeah. thick as shit, this yeah, guy. and thick. Yeah. yeah. However, this time, she ate it. She but, ate the mackerel. But yeah. with no side effects whatsoever. I don't know how that happened. I think mercury as well isn't one of these poisons that kill you immediately. You have to be exposed to it over time and it builds up. Do you see what I mean? Well, that's like the Mad Hatter, isn't it? The idea was when they were making hats, their overall mercury made them go... Was it mercury? Lead is similar as well. Lead builds up. I can't remember what they used mercury for, but for whatever reason, they were working with a lot of hat making. Something the way they treated something or stiffened it. Maybe they licked the paint or something. or something. Either way. Yeah. The mercury in that got to them over time, hence the Mad Hatter. Anyway, she ate it. No effects. Warming to the task, he then took his... But she had a bad shit after that. Oh, dear. I, I don't know what I ate last night. But it's run right through me. Oh, I'm Madam Lady Plops, but it came out like a thunder. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't say... Oh, squish that I, in. I, I oh, couldn't. oh, it's metallic. Very strange. It looks like I've shut out the T-1000. Quite a good yeah, reference. Yeah, that was quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly funny. What a reasonably no, good point reasonably of reference. Yeah, yeah, thank right. you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, imagine that you did a big shit that it formed into a robot and chased you down. That would be bad. That's a great. I, right, write this down. I'm not writing shit down for you. Term shit nator. <laughs> Term shit nator poo. Poo nator. Nuggetman day. <laughs> <laughs> We've really lost it, mate. <laughs> it's a late night recording. Yeah, what do you expect? Right, yeah. uh, anyway, take him to the task. He then took Poonanator. his better half. I just said Poonanator. I just wanted yeah, to you did. Yeah. He then took his better half on holiday to Yugoslavia, recommending the panoramic views. He invited her to sit right on the edge of a cliff. Come on, just just sit there, love. Right, right on the edge of Didn't that cliff. She clock on. Um, well. The- Bastard. She, she declined to do so, prompted by what she later described as some sick sense. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> yeah. fact that you've, you've served me a fish full of fucking mercury. I don't know what it was. I had this sick sense yeah. about him saying, get close go, to the Go edge. to the cliff. Yeah. Go to the fucking cliff. Go on. It look about, look over a, the cliff. It was about the, it was the way he said, you chicken bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, do it. Yeah. I had a sick sense. The same occurred a few weeks later when he urged her to savour the view from Beachy Head. Oh, I really like cliffs. Let's go to this one this week. They, go... Go, they seem to be visiting a lot of cliffs. Huh? Yeah. She thinks she's having a lovely day out, but he's like, God, just fucking just slip, you bitch. Come on, fucking <laughs> just take a, a slip. Right. When his spouse was in bed with chicken pox, he then started a fire outside her bedroom door, but some interfering busybody put, put it out. Undeterred, he started another fire and this time burnt down his entire flat. His wife... Escaped uninjured. Oh, wow. Uh, another time, he asked her to stand in the middle of the road so he could drive towards her and check if his brakes were working. <laughs> <laughs> 
she's stupid as well. I mean, He's thick both. as shit, though. Just stand there. Cause I got, I got to test me brakes. I don't need yeah, a so human. they don't work. Do yeah. you know what I mean? That's not how you test something. So here we go, yeah. Don. So if I hit you at thirty miles an hour, it means my brakes don't work. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah. So anyway, at no time did Mrs. Scott feel that the magic had gone out of their relationship, since it appeared nothing short of a small nuclear bomb would have altered her good opinion on her yeah. husband. He eventually just gave up and confessed everything to the police. After the case, a detective said that Mrs. Scott had been absolutely shattered when she was told of her husband's plot to kill her. She had not twigged at all and was dumbstruck. Wow. Love. Love is blind. Love is blind and stupid and yeah. desperate for cash. Yeah. I think we could go back to this book because I've got a few stories that I missed out. But I quite I'll enjoyed that. It. Now, that's much, uh, much um, better researched and written than the Jay Leno. That's terrible. That the Jay, Jay Leno, Leno one is like, you maybe read it on the toilet and then you go, uh, as you crack one out. But also, this is just stuff that they research quickly for the show each week that they've just, it's lazy. They've in just fact, shoved it in a book. Anyway. <coughs> Those are my books this week. I enjoyed that. Could I come back to this shop one more time? You're always welcome. Also, could you just slip me some grotty 80s porn? If you go to the bins round the back, you'll find a stack of magazines that I like to call... Granny's Grey Edition. Oh. If you look in it, you'll find some of the pages have stuck together, and I hate you for making me make this gag. <laughs> it wasn't me who made you make it. Uh... <laughs> Bye. Bye. Close the door behind you on the way out. All right. And that's Cheap Show this week. And that's Cheap Show uh, this week. That's Cheap Show this week. Uh, yay, 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 yay. Uh, thank you for supporting us on Patreon, if indeed you do so. Uh, for as little thank as you. a dollar a month, you can help I support think we this give, podcast. I think we should give them a special thanks this week. Go on, give them a little special thanks. Not done it in a while, so here's, here's to those who do Patreon us. They get this. Special beard oil dripping down the chin. All drippy, drippy. All drippy, rubby, yinny. All rubby. <laughs> <laughs> Right, good. So, rubby any drippy drippy. I'm sure that's worth it. Ooh, special rubbish. If you would like to support us, go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show and donate as little or as much as you like. There's loads of things there for you to enjoy if you do decide to support us. There's a Reddit page, Instagram page, Facebook page. Just look for Cheap Show on any of those platforms and I'll pro- you'll probably find us quite easily. Um, what else? On Twitter, we're at the Cheap Show Pod. I'm at Paul Gannon Show. Eli is... Eli Snoid, E-L-I-S-N-I-D. And if you'd like to send us an email or anything you like, it's thecheapshow at gmail.com. Rate review on platforms like Spotify and iTunes or whatever, whatever, whatever. That helps. Paul, have we got a lot of stuff from the P.O. Box? We'll be we uh, do. doing another special we'll P.O. Box. We'll be doing a special Poo Box episode hey. in the coming weeks. In fact, maybe quite soon before Christmas. Ah. So we'll get that out of the way and then we'll work on our Christmas special this year. And I don't want to give too much away, but we're doing something that every show does eventually when it comes to Christmas yes. and we haven't done yet surprisingly so oh, we're con- I'm sure we did no but... I don't think we have oh, well. so we're going to completely rinse that idea to death let's rinse it for Christmas let's rinse it out squishy 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 dribble dribble dribble, dribble, dribble. dribble. <laughs> <laughs> what else what else is it that's it isn't that's it, it. that's it alright wonderful thank you very much uh, all the fun we have on Cheap Show tell your friends spread your bum cheeks <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> thank you for that oh. great <laughs>